Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Then how come it says second-player score? You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Nerdpunk's Second Player Score. All right, so here we are with another episode of Second Player Speaks, the official podcast of Second Player Score, the band. Uh, we got Brian and Kyle and Dan here, and outside it is uh, cold and but sunny, so that's kind of cool. At least the last time I, I checked. So cold because it's sunny. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we'll just get right down to it, I guess. Uh, if you've been listening to the show every week, you know that we talk about our three favorite subjects. We talk about a pop punk band or a punk band. We talk about something from pop culture, and we talk about and drink beer. So drinking, drinking currently, drinking currently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the the band that we have this week is a pop punk band out of uh, Dallas, Texas, called uh, House Parties, plural House Parties. Yes, and uh, I guess they're a fairly new band. I think I think they formed probably in 2020 because I think they have three singles out, all of which came out this year, mm-hmm. from what mm-hmm. I could tell. Yeah, and uh, um, they're really good. Uh, they have what I feel is like a cinematic sound. Which I really like, which is kind of like where you would hear their music maybe like over the closing credits of a movie. Oh, dude, yeah. I was just thinking that driving just, over because like I was listening to them on on the drive here. And I was, uh-huh. As soon as I hit the bridge, I'm like, they they played a different song, so everything was on random. I'm like, whoa, they can do a little bit of everything. And like, there's something really heavy. There's something like light you can play during the credits. Mm-hmm, there's some mm-hmm. even like that hardcore anime intro, outro kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Or like, like damn, they can do it all. Yeah, yeah, they have a great great sound. So um, yeah. Um, How'd you discover them? Uh, I saw them, uh, one of their early singles, uh, they were just posting it everywhere that they could mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I just liked the artwork, you know, I had the, had like the skull yeah. in the middle of it and yeah. everything, right? And so, I don't know, it was just very catchy, like a catchy image. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, I just kept seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And uh, so finally one day I'm like, I, I need to check these guys out. So, but they only had the one song at that point. Mm. And so I just been kind of sitting around waiting and seeing what happened with them. And then um, I saw something a couple weeks ago about another single. So I went to go check out their page. Well, it turns out they've done, uh, you know, three or four singles uh, since the first one I had seen. So I just figured, well, with, with the addition of some new music, it was time to uh, have them on the show because mm. I mean it was pretty apparent right from the first single that uh, these these guys got it going on. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. I mean, I so I, I uh, as soon as I listened to the first single, I mean, I had it on getting squatchy right away. Ah, and uh, so I, you know, I've been trying to uh, keep a better eye on all the getting squatchy bands too. So. So I knew when I saw that they had ad- made some additions, it was like, well, now I guess it's time for Psycho Player Speaks because uh, <laughs> I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to talk about a band that had only one single. Sure, you know, I want to, you know, get an idea of what their sound is going to be because some bands are 
consistent, you know, song after song after song. Other other bands, they uh, they they have a sound like this. They have a sound like that. You know, they kind of jump around. And mm-hmm. So I wanted to see kind of what they were doing. So, uh, but yeah, their uh, their music is just so good, mm-hmm. and for them to just like just come from out of nowhere. I, I I didn't do a whole lot of research on them, so I, I don't know if they were all like from other bands, and so you've just got really good musicians that from other bands that now got together and and they're just like coming out of the gate hot or or what, but they all look fairly young, so I can't imagine that they, you know, been around for that long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but they're really good. Well, I, I'm sure I, they've been in other bands before. Judging by their sound, I mean, this doesn't sound like their first rodeo. No, I, they're really good. God. Yeah, it's funny because uh, you're saying that that skull image was was kind of a catchy image. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw they they actually used that for their the video. They have a video on YouTube with that song, and like it's just a skull. It's like a kind of an animated version of that image. Yeah, <laughs> I think I yeah I think I saw that. Uh, yeah, back a few months ago when I first saw that yeah. that track. But yeah, it is. It is really catchy. It's like you know, every time I saw it, it was like, oh, oh, there's that band. Oh, there's that band again. You know, uh, and so I just I saw it enough times that it was like, ah, I gotta check these guys out, mm-hmm. see what's up. You know, but uh, yeah, I was definitely not disappointed. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. out of uh, Texas. Yeah, Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You guys ever played uh, a house party gig before? I've done a few in previous bands. Done a few, yeah. uh, like one in Hawaii, one over here with the Demir guys. I think it was like Soul's House. Yeah, that was wow, way back pre-pandemic times, <laughs> like way back. It's actually kind of fun. I think like Kings of Vagabonds played that show too. Hmm. Those are always funny because I, I don't know, like I mean, house house party gigs have a different vibe. I think than playing like at a club or something. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's one that I, I did play with my old band in Hawaii, and uh, like you know, we we got the cops coming down. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> most house yeah. party gigs tend to end with the cops showing. Oh up. yeah, that's the one I did in Mililani. Yeah, the cops showed up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, why are you playing like Pantera at like four in the afternoon? I'm like, it's still. <laughs> four in the afternoon was it four in the, the afternoon <laughs> yeah yeah i was like all of her parents were there it was one of those house parties uh, you know? gotcha. so, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was tame but at the same time it was like yeah let the adults talk to the cops fuck it turn it up you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm curious if the name was like that was what they did they just played house parties mm. and so that became the name mm-hmm. yeah looking at some of their pictures i saw a bunch of outdoor gigs uh they did like a i think it's like almost a all cover show like they did like uh, on the flyer it had like a like Atlantis Morissette Paramore um Evanescence all those kind of different oh. stuff on the bottom so like yeah there's some I could see some truth to that because house parties they normally they just get drunk and scream covers right right yeah so I that, that's kind of what we did so like I can see how that happened you that know? could be their origin story maybe yeah like house parties are normally like the ultimate karaoke band Right. it's like you're the live spotify right and yeah. then you just bring people up they'll sing a song then they're like okay cool and it just keeps going and keeps going at least my experiences yeah no, no <laughs> that and yeah. cops yeah <laughs> you, ever, you ever play one of those kind of gigs well uh, i i think i did with uh the band i was in prior to us meeting in 2000 hmm. but it was our place it was a party 
but it was our house. Mm-hmm. We had a basement, and so we were down there playing, and everybody was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, we didn't get the cops called on us. So uh, amazingly enough, we didn't get our we didn't have the cops call us get called on us for that. But one night, late at night, uh, we were just down there playing, and here come the cops. They just we our door was unlocked. So they just, they knew we, we couldn't hear them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we found out that I guess one o'clock in the morning, even in the basement, it's probably not a good idea. Uh. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so they just kind of opened the door like, hey, <laughs> hello. You know, <laughs> so we start, I look over, I'm like, I, 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 everyone's back was turned to the, to the uh, stairs. Yeah. But I'm face the stairs and I could see these feet and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, I know what feet those are, right? right, right. I'm like, I'm like, guys, stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> so they're Don't like, resist. they're like, what's up? They're like, what's up? I said, dude, the cops are up there. They're like, oh, oh. shit. You know, and the cops were laughing at us <laughs> because they were like scared the shit out of the guitar player and the bass player. And they were like, uh, yeah, you guys sound really good. But I don't think your neighbors agree right now. <laughs> so you kind of need to like probably not play anymore. Right, so right. so that's when the 10 o'clock curfew went in. After gotcha. that, so. You know, I just realized that, um, you know, I don't know how I, how I forgot this, but Second Player Score actually has played house parties. We've played pizza parties at your house. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I huh? guess that counts, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's in a house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 shit. I just like, because when I think of house parties, my, my mind always goes to a thing where it's like, just like this, you know, a house where you're playing, you're playing really loud with the live drums and like, there's a whole bunch of young people who oh, like yeah. getting drunk and stoned and all kinds of, you know, stumbling, like, you know, like our pizza parties, your pizza parties were not like that, but you know, like it was, you know, but I think it still counts as a house party, right? Yeah. So. Well, it's, yeah, it's funny how uh, big they ended up getting for a while. Cause you know, it just started out as, um, you know, like a handful of us just to get together and, and uh, I think my wife and um, someone she worked with would kind of, it was like a pizza competition uh, and they would trade off making pizzas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it just ended up blowing up into this thing. I mean, all kinds of people would come over. I mean, mm-hmm. the last couple of them were like pretty hopping. Uh, <laughs> that and the one that we did for Halloween. Holy shit, man. That was, we had mm-hmm. a ton of people there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was very surprised. So, yeah. And we never got the cops called on us amazingly. Right. Oh, we got well, that electric kit. Because, yeah. The, yeah. That's, yeah, the electric <laughs> kit. the electric kit. So. Yeah. So. Think, yeah. yeah. That's the most, like, out of all the gear, that's the only house party I've ever played with a practice amp, and it worked. Mm. Yeah. We yep. didn't have to, like, mic it or even plug it into the PA system. Everything just, was, right. everything was fine. We'll have to we'll have to do one of those again soon sometime. Yeah, without a doubt. But okay. Anyway, so uh, house parties. The band from Dallas, Texas. Very good, good sound. Uh, make more music, you guys, because uh, we really like what you're doing. So check them out. All right. So we're going to move on to the uh, to the pop culture section of the show, and uh, this is a show that I, I stumbled on on netflix and it's called uh, inside job and before we talk about inside job be warned that we're going to spoil the shit out of inside job so if you've not seen it go watch it because it's really fucking hilarious um it's uh it, it, it's, it's it's like i told kyle when i first watched it it's, it's like if um rick and morty and gravity falls had a baby 
and I've heard it also compared. <laughs> I've heard it also compared to like X Files and stuff. And uh, this, I mean, it's so. There are shows that I like, and there are shows that I love. And this is a show that I loved, and I just couldn't watch it fast enough. It was so hilarious, and um, it's funny because it looks like Gravity Falls visually. And I used to be a you know, I used to, I watched Gravity Falls, which was ostensibly a kids cartoon on on Disney XD, but it was actually kind of pretty dark and creepy at points. But mm. anyway, you know, so it looks like Gravity Falls, but there's a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of swearing, and lot, you know, like you know, there's a lot of uh, you know, uh, R-rated stuff going on. But um, it, it, it's basically about conspiracy theories and how like there's there's this. Um, uh, like this underground organization or company uh, called Cognito Inc. Like Incognito, Cognito Inc. Anyway, and they're they're like one of the companies charged with uh, like you know creating conspiracy things you know you know around the world and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it has that Men in Black vibe too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit it, of that. It has going like the on. fake like the fake doorman that they, he pokes right through the hologram just to right. poke fun, you know. <laughs> yeah so anyway um yeah what what did you think of it oh i liked it uh i mean i i love the fact that they uh, like pretty much any conspiracy that you've ever heard of ever is fair game in all of this mm-hmm. uh and uh and and every bit of it is worth making fun of and uh and i thought uh, i love that uh christian slater is the voice of the dad mm-hmm uh he's perfect i mean he's he's like his voice is definitely the like uh this shows um like equivalent of rick mm-hmm. i mean he's right, just yeah. got like like he he couldn't care less and uh it shows like his voice is perfect for that you mm-hmm. know um i know i spent the first like episode or so like i know that voice the fuck is this guy i know who it is Ah, you know, I really wanted to figure it out and I couldn't, so I just had to look it up. And mm. then I was like, oh, well, yeah, okay. Of course. <laughs> this is, this is perfect casting, like voice casting. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I mean, because, um, you know, I mean, you know, some of some of the conspiracy theories, there are some that I feel have merit, but I think some of them are just like a bunch of, uh, garbage, mm-hmm. but I don't mind seeing them in this manner. It's funny as hell. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think they're great, and yeah. that they they poke fun at some of the absurdity of some of these, but yet the possible reality of some of the others. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like pretty cool. And that's one thing they said. You know, when I was reading about the show, is like you know they uh, you know one of the goals was to like make conspiracy theories fun again. You know, kind yeah, of exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, they are fun again. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, oh, oh, like in the clone episode, that's where I, ha- where I really got the whole scope of the whole thing. Uh-huh. There are like multiple JFKs. Right. And then, there's yes. and then there's Tupac and three Pac and four Pac. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. All just waiting dormantly up. just in case something needs to happen. You know? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and of course, uh, I think the last one we watched was the one where uh, the... Uh, they had the award show for the reptilian people, mm. oh, and she ripped the Yale. guy's arm yeah. arms off. Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, of course, even I'm watching. I they haven't even gotten to this part of it yet, and even I'm like, going, what's he all worried about? I mean, it probably hurts, but his arms will grow back. You know, he's a fucking reptile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but even they got into that part of it, and uh, but uh, yeah, I like that. There's all you know these secret societies and and all that. It's I think they do a very good job on this. Yeah, I, lo- I look, 
I I like it. The first after the first episode, I was kind of like on the fence, but then you know once we got the second episode, then I was like, that's pretty fucking good. Mm. And then by the third one, I think was it the JFK was the third episode, I think, and uh, yeah, that was when I it really hit for me too, <laughs> is uh, having. 100 JFKs walking around. (laughs) (laughs) On the whole premise of why he was assassinated, because he was a horn dog and had sex with an alien that got him pregnant. Yeah. So they had to kill him before he, like, (laughs) spread this alien seed all over the world or whatever it is. And I'm like, damn. I mean, we all knew he was a horn dog, but damn. (laughs) Yeah, they have some really twisted, fucked up shit. Oh, Um, yeah. And and it's it's no coincidence that it looks like Gravity Falls because actually the uh, the creator showrunner um, used to work on Gravity Falls, and it's also executive produced by the guy who made Gravity Falls. So there's no uh, it's no coincidence that it looks like it. And um, but I one thing I want to say that is really cool though is um, you know the uh, the creator the showrunner uh, is a Japanese American woman actually and nice. she That's has an extensive background yeah. yeah she has an extensive background in animation and you know the main character herself you know reagan she's half japanese her mm-hmm. mom her mom is japanese and mm-hmm. so and i want to say i have this really strange crush on her for some reason oh, uh, reagan? <laughs> on reagan i don't yeah, know why yeah. like i mean just like you know I, well smart you know smart is hot and you know also like she's very like you know ambitious and you know just kind of like you know has a strong personality but she's very you know like she's kind of socially awkward mm-hmm. and, but mm-hmm. just very you know just real just in your face and abrupt and i just find oh, that yeah. you know, so attractive for some reason <laughs> I don't know why. Dude, I thought that was cool. It's like the whole Rick and Morty, like kind of like react oh, um, relationship between each other. But Reagan isn't a Morty. She's a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, exactly. She can build everything. She can do everything Rick can do. Yeah, yeah. And not like Morty, where he's just kind of you know he getting his legs broken or cut in half every episode. Yeah. Or whatever. She's kind of more like Beth in a way. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's I. I watching the last episode we watched. I kept thinking of her as Beth the whole time. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, you're the fucking fucked up mental mess that your father made right. you know because oh, yeah. that was the one where where uh they touched on the the huggy bear barrel yeah oh. that he had that oh, he had yeah. created for her well, did, you did know you finish the whole the whole season no no i the last oh. one we got onto was the i think the rep yeah the reptiles because okay. that was the one in there she she um couldn't figure out why she like flipped out every time someone tried to hug her and then she remembered <laughs> it was because her dad was never around to hug her, so he made a bear that was fucking like scary as shit, <laughs> you know, Barrow. to any kid. I know. Oh, dude! <laughs> right? And uh, uh, but yeah, I I um I was like seeing, oh yeah, this is this is like Beth, like Dad fucked her up, and oh, what's yeah. even worse is that she's you know she she like has this mind that can fucking make anything mm-hmm. you know this is dangerous yeah. it's probably mm-hmm. not good yeah. you know? they really touch on how much she got screwed up later on yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing too okay so like you know uh even though they have you know even though the a plot is about you know conspiracies and stuff like that they the under uh, the underpinning of the show is the family dynamic and you know the emotions right. and the characters and stuff which you know is, is a lesson they you know the they learn from you know gravity falls and stuff like that and, you know it's, it's just good storytelling so yeah. i i yeah i couldn't get over I, I think i think bobby was ready uh when we were watching the jfk episode though she was ready for it to be done because she got tired of like park the car and harvey yard oh, <laughs> or, yeah, or i'd be yeah. like i'd look over at her and i'd be like we do not do these things because they are easy 
but because they are hard. Yeah. She's just like, oh my God, shut so she was, up. She's ready to be done with you. Not, yep. It's not the show. Yeah. <laughs> she was okay with the show. She just wanted that fucking episode over. She's like, oh my God, I don't need any more JFK. <laughs> uh, and what do they do with all the clones? They end up giving them, like stashing all the livers for the dad because he's a massive alcoholic and all the, right, all, yeah. all the kidneys all the kidneys, all the kidneys the ki- yeah. and they come pre-drunk oh no the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the livers because yeah. she said I have a special delivery for you oh, <laughs> oh okay <laughs> when she got the liver for the dad yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. pre-drunk organs like, yeah. wow wow okay alright but anyway so that is uh, that is inside job on Netflix uh, there is uh, there are 10 episodes it, it's been it's already been ordered for 20 episodes this was part this was part one it wasn't season one it was part one so there's going to be part two with the other 10 episodes Ah. that netflix ordered and by the way this is apparently the first animated show to be made in-house by netflix like netflix has tons of animated shows but this is the first one that they actually made in their own netflix animation studio original yeah so so there you go so check that out all right uh moving on to the beer i got the beer this week and uh it is the uh, the half cocked IPA from uh, 5440 beer in uh, Washugal, which is you know oh, 20 minutes down the road yeah. from here. So it's nice. very very local. Yeah, I'm glad you got this because uh, I I have I, I know of this brewery, but I have never actually had anything from them, and I've uh, wanted to because our uh, neighbor across the street that works for Seastein, uh, uh, mm-hmm. he has mentioned 5440 to me okay. in the past, and so. Yeah, I'm really glad you got this. Yeah, so um, I'm going to be pouring here. You've been drinking it. I what, have been drinking it. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, it is delicious. Mm. I, ah. I, I had one last night, and then um, the impression I got of it was that it was like a very, um, like very easy, mellow, to, you know, easy to drink kind of beer. Yeah. And come to find out, when I was, you know, getting ready for the podcast, I looked up their website, and that's kind of their that's kind of their mo. They're like. You know, easy drinking is, you know, what we do here. You know, we make beer that's easy to drink. Oh, fuck. That's exactly what I was thinking when I was drinking it. Well, Mines. then they, they have, they, they have uh, uh, delivered on their mission statement, I guess. Yeah, because it's not, you know, it, it's not, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't have, I mean, you know, it's an IPA, but it doesn't have that, you know, like overwhelming bitterness of some IPAs. It's just an easy drinking yeah. beer. So. Yeah, with some, uh, with some breweries, this would just be a pale ale. But uh, the way that these guys do it, it's very, very nice. Very smooth. Uh, nice, crisp uh, flavor. But um, I think they, I don't know, maybe they add just a little bit of something in there to give it a little extra body. Maybe a little dextrin or something. Because mm. uh, it, it's a, it's kind of smooth. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not. It, it's not real th- super thin like you would expect an IPA to be. Uh, it's got a little little body to it, and I like it. Sometimes you don't, and that's probably what makes it a little bit uh, easier to go down to because mm-hmm. um, when you add that extra body, sometimes it cuts the the bitterness a little bit. Mm. So that's why you'll notice um, a lot of the really uh, hoppy um, IPAs, they'll be like really thin. Because you don't want you don't want it really malty, and you don't want uh, a bunch of uh, like body to it because it, it sometimes it cuts that that really just blow your face off kind of flavor, mm-hmm. you know. But for these guys, works perfect because mm-hmm. they're they're going for that easier, more mellow flavor. Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah, this is really well done. Yeah, and it's the 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 hoppiness is really bright. Um, mm. I yeah, I'm digging it. Mm. So, yep, glad you got this. It's very tasty. Uh, yeah, six and a half percent alcohol. So you know you'll oh. only be having one. <laughs> I, hey, yes, I will only have one. <laughs> you won't be feeling today. that. Yeah, <laughs> Dad's going dry today, so he'll he'll get to make fun of us later. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like guys, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, oh no, but uh, yeah, and I think I'm, I, they have a you know they have a place down in Moshugal mm-hmm. that uh, I guess they serves food and stuff too. So nice, another yeah. one to add to the uh, field trip list. Uh, yeah, I know we need to definitely <laughs> uh, go check it out. We need a we need a bus. Yeah, <laughs> need a bus. Second player score bus, beer bus. Um, more importantly, a driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, cool. and uh. Fifty-four forty. You know, there's a whole history behind that. And, you know, I it has something to do with you know, like um, you know, like back in the eighteen hundreds, and you know, like uh, the war with the British or whatever. And you know, the, the whole it's, it's it's ingrained in Pacific Northwest history. So I I don't know all the details, but you know, that, that's a it's a very Pacific Northwest thing. So the fifty-four forty. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I was curious as to. Like what the fifty four forty was all about. So. Yeah. Okay. It, it's well, that like, makes you know, sense. That's you know like the longitude, you know, latitude yeah. thing, and you know it's, it's like apparently like, I think it refers to the line where it, it's like uh, everything like Oregon and everything above Oregon, and you know, I guess like you know uh, they were gonna defend it against the British or something like that, oh, okay. you know, defend this territory and, and that kind of thing, something oh. like that. I may have I may be screwing those facts up, but it's something like that. <laughs> so, something along those. Yeah, something along those lines. So okay, but uh, yeah, very. Very good beer. Good job, Brian. Good choice. Excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, happy. All right. So, um, believe it or not, that is uh, the end of another episode of Second Player Speaks. Um, we are a band called Second Player Score. We make music. Uh, you can find our music anywhere there is music. And we have new music coming out uh, soon. December 17th. Is that the, the That's official, the official release of the first single of the new EP? Ah, yeah. Okay. Do we know what song is it's going to be? Should we announce it or should we wait? Uh, it is going to be Game On. Okay. We're going in order. Okay. All right. Yep. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, that's a good. It's a good way to to you know lead off with uh, something yeah. called Game On. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's. That'll be the first song off of our upcoming uh, EP, four song EP called uh, 4D. The autumn suite, and we're sneaking in one before the end of autumn. So yep. <laughs> that's the yes. yeah, we're we're that's closing right. out the season of autumn with the beginning of the autumn suite. That's right. That's right. So yeah. So uh, so look out for that. We also have uh, some cool things in the works because we're working with Visual Real, which is uh, an entertainment company based in Japan. I think we talked about that before. But uh, so we're working on some cool things for that that we'll talk about and announce. Uh, in shows to come and um, you know we also we do a whole bunch of other things you know Dan is our uh, Twitch streamer he plays video games at uh, twitch.tv slash second player score oh, yeah. um, and thanks for watching guys you got a payout yeah <laughs> it, it just took a, a year but yeah he's a, profe- a out, man. he's a professional gamer now screw you high school counselors <laughs> uh, Kyle Brewsbeer and he is a DJ on Thursday afternoons from 2.30 to 4 pacific time at 99wnrr.com with the, the Getting Squatchy show he is DJ Dex uh, so you can check 
that show out and you know discover all these great pop punk bands that we talk about here on on second player speaks they, like house parties yeah like house parties they usually get played on his show um i'm an author i have a young adult series of uh, or series of young adult novels called the joel suzuki series uh science, they're kind of science fiction fantasy kind of thing so you can check that out at joelsuzuki.com um but also check out you know secondplayerscore.com because that's where we have all of our other stuff that we do and um you know it's all all interconnected in something we call the uh, sps verse so um yeah uh, so listen to house parties from dallas texas uh, watch Inside Job on Netflix and drink the half-cocked IPA from 5440 Beer. So, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Later. See ya. You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score.